Hello and welcome to another edition of the B-Side Podcast with myself, Galagos. Going to be taking you through some of my favourite B-Sides today, some of my favourite tunes on the flips of uh, EPs and albums, just as long as it's not the A-Side. So yeah, let's move into it. This first track by John White. It's called Victim of Love. And it's the instrumental and I started to love this tune uh, when I started to get into boogie records uh, uh, 80s records of kind of funky tunes uh, when I was about 18 or 19 just going through discogs and YouTube channels before before I signed up to Spotify so with the YouTube channels uh, sometimes you obviously you'd add a tune and then it would copyright it would take it off so you'd never remember uh, what it was it wouldn't even leave you with the name but I, I managed to <laughs> remember this one and uh, yeah it's a great tune I hope you enjoy it as much as I do let's keep it moving
John White, victim of love there, the B-side, instrumental. Even though it's instrumental, uh, you can still hear at the end uh, vocals coming through. Uh, I guess that's just uh, the kind of producers being a bit DJ friendly there, so you can you can kind of mix it in towards the end uh, end of the tracks. But it's a great tune there. As, as I said earlier, uh, that was kind of the beginning of my journey of liking um, the kind of early 80s um, boogie, boogie funk records um, when I was in college. You know, stuff like that, Funky Town, you know, all the cheesy classics. But, you know, that one's a bit more of a bit more of a bit more of an underground record on Geffen Records there. Next up, we got a record from Tupac on uh, from his album All Eyes on Me, uh, uh, book two, the B-side. And this record is called Two of America's Most Wanted. Uh, I was always um, a Biggie Smalls fan. I never really listened to Tupac much. In fact, to my disgust, I actually thought he was kind of... Uh, on the cheesier end of rap, I suppose you know all those '90s rap artists did did a few kind of uh, kind of cheesy tracks, you know, like California Love, and even though that tune is still a banger. Um, but yeah, and then uh, my girlfriend introduced me to Tupac just from in the car, and he's probably my one of my most listened to artists um in the last year easily like i usually listen to him every day um and then from listening to him i started to research more about him and there's some incredible uh, interviews with him on youtube that i recommend you searching up um where he's only about 18 19 and he has these he's got really progressive ideas about um equality uh, with wealth and uh, social issues, race. Um, he was way ahead of his time for kind of speaking out um, brashly about um, the injustices that he faced and he felt that other people face in the world. Uh, he also hated Donald Trump back in the day as well. Who didn't hate Donald Trump back in the day? But so this one is Tupac, All Eyes On Me, uh, from the album All Eyes On Me, and it's called Two of America's Most Wanted. Bring nothing but against the party. Oh shit. <laughs> you done fucked up, man. <laughs> you done put two of America's most wanted in the same motherfucking place at the same motherfucking time. <laughs> Y'all niggas about to feel this. Break out the champagne glasses and motherfucking condoms. Have one on us, alright? Picture perfect. I paint a perfect picture. Bomber hoochers with precision. My tits took you with you with that and double OP. Dog, my fucking homie. Up. I keep my hand on my gun, cause they got me on the run Now I'm back in the courtroom, waiting on the outcome Free Tupac is all that's on the niggas mind But at the same time, it seems they trying to take mine So I'ma get smart and get defensive and shit And put together a million march for some gangster shit So now they got a slate, two multi-millionaire motherfuckers catch a case mm. Bitches get ready for the throwdown, the shit's about to go down uh, Me and Snoop about to clap, <laughs> I'm losing my religion I'm vicious on these school pigeons, you might be deep in this game But you got the rules missing, niggas be acting I got a pit named P, she nigga Rena. I got a house out in the hills right next to Chino. 
And I think I got a black Beamer But my dream is to own a fly casino Like Bugsy Siegel Can do it all illegal And get scooped up by the little homie in the regal mm. It feel good to you, baby bubba You see, this is for the G's and the keys, motherfucker Now follow as we ride Motherfuck the rest to of the best from the west side And I can make you famous Niggas been dying for years So how can they blame us? I live in fear of a felony I never stop bailing me America's Most Wanted on his album All Eyes On Me. Next up, got a bit of a different record. Um, not sure if anyone would have played something like this on this podcast. Maybe I'm the first. Uh, this is one of the very, very first records that I bought. Um, it's not a song. It is a breaks and beats record. If you don't know what a breaks and beats record is, it is a record compiled of um, drum br- drum breaks, uh, sounds, samples, uh, anything weird that you can use to scratch with um, or mix with. Um, and uh, that's one of the uh, the reasons when I got my decks. Like I got I got my decks when I was about uh, twelve, and um, ran ran about the same time I saw a documentary called Scratch. Uh, which is a do- documentary about the beginnings of turntablism. If you haven't seen it, go search it up. It's incredible. It's called Scratch. And um, I didn't even know these breaks and beats records existed 
Um, so before I found out that they existed, I was uh, to scratch to find drum beats. I would I would uh, look for for um, breaks in um, in other records, and then once I found out that these kind of breaks and beats uh, uh, um, LPs existed, I, I was I just went mad for them. Um, so this one is on the record label Dirt Style Recordings. And really, all it is is a collection of uh, vocal samples that I would use to scratch. And obviously, I'm in my bedroom every day, uh, you know, rehearsing little scratch routines. So I, you know, I can pretty much. <laughs> I'm not not to the delight of the listeners. I'm not going to reenact uh, <laughs> the samples that they say, but uh, I am going to play, you know, like a minute or a minute and a half of all the kind of weird sounds that you would use to scratch with. Selection of uh, samples from a Breaks and Beats record on Dirt Style Recordings. Moving into something a bit more up tempo now, uh, this next record is from uh, Da Posse and it's called Searching Hard. And this is the Mike Dunn's AC mix. And this is halfway through, through the track, it kind of goes into this amazing, kind of deep acid line. Um, and it's one of the tunes that start off my love affair for Acid House. Um, I used to listen to a lot of Acid House when I first moved to uh, Bristol, 1819, and subsequently uh, ended up uh, founding a night with a group of friends uh, called Shapes. And um, I would always play this tune if I was playing a little bit earlier on. It's kind of laid back and chilled, but also tough at the same time. It's got some nice vocals, some nice piano chords. Um, uh, it sounds absolutely great on a on a, on a, on a big system. Uh, apologies if the record's a little bit worn or crackly because it has been played quite a few times. But let's move into it. This is Da Posse searching hard. Mike Dunn's AC mix.
walked right out the door She said she loved me And it lingers through my brain But deep down inside I know That it's just another game That's why I'm searching hard for the special girl That's why I'm Just read them like a book, that's why I'm Searching Hard, Mike Dunn's AC Mix on the legendary Dance Mania record label. Uh, for any producers out there, you may be able to hear that uh, the eight, uh, an 808 drum machine was used in that, and you can hear it's being pushed like red hot through a mixer to kind of give it that natural distortion. It's got real, you know, it's, uh, that 808 kick has got a real thump behind it. Um, absolutely great. Recommend it to anyone who's got um, access to a big sound system. Faux shell. So, uh, coming up next, we've got a record that made a big impact on me. 
by the uh, duo. There, well, back then they were a duo. I, I read recently that there's only one of them uh, who's who's uh, continued it on, but it's by the duo Comics, and this was on their album um, Call to Mind uh, on Metalheads. Now, uh, this record's really important. One of the first jobs I had when I um, moved to Bristol was I worked in a drum and bass club called... Actually, let's even go, let's even go a bit before that. Before I, before I used to... Before I lived in Bristol, I used to go up there raving because I lived in a place called Cheddar, which is about 45 minutes outside of Bristol. And we used to go to a uh, tiny, tiny club on Park Street, at the bottom of Park Street. It was called The Tube. And it was... I mean, it was like a cloakroom. It was uh, probably about... Mm, no more than 150 capacity but it was just when drum and bass was was getting exciting again um and you had these people like comics spectrosol icicle um and they were coming in with a sound that is now known as neurofunk um sorry if i've got that wrong to all the heads <laughs> um and um yeah, they would just play there. It's like hundred and fifty, you know, very small crowd, um, and they would uh, they would play there all the time. And then they released this album, Call to Mind, and they just blew up. And um, I used to go uh, to a bigger rave called uh, Westfest, which some. Uh, if if you're familiar with that, which you probably are, it's a big one at the Bath and West Showground. Um, it could be considered more of a kind of jump up stroke like big room drum and bass rave it's a massive one i think it's like five five ten thousand people or something um but goldie was playing and obviously this being on metal heads he dropped uh this record and uh i'll never forget it um it, uh yeah it just it gives me goosebumps to think about it now so this is uh comics and this is japanese electronics
comics with Japanese electronics from their seminal album Call to Mind. Going to go back into some house now. Uh, this next track is by a New York legend, Danny Tanaglia. I think this was the first record that introduced me to him. Um, it's a great vocal record. It's got an absolutely superb arrangement. It really, as a producer myself, it really made me look into my own productions um, and kind of taught me how important um, a good arrangement can be uh, for a track. Um, I also made me look into who Danny Tanaglia uh, was and still is as a DJ. Um, this guy is a New York legend. He used to play. He was uh, renowned for playing uh, sets that were eleven, twelve hours long. Um, yeah, he's an a, a, a absolute machine. Um, all vinyl as well. I mean, if you can imagine carrying around, I mean, solidarity to all those old school DJs who used to carry, you know, you need a lot of records to play an 11 hour set. You know, best part of like, you know, best part of a car for, let alone if you're, you know, you're playing, play, traveling all around the world. You know, no wonder a lot of these. Um, Older DJs mostly play on USBs now because <laughs> I just don't know if their backs can take lugging, you know, twelve record boxes around around the world. But um, this tune is uh, the Danny Tanaglia mix of "Love Me the Right Way" uh, featuring Kim Mazzell. Mazella, sorry. Thank you. 
that was Rapper Nation and Kim Mazzella, Love Me The Right Way by the Rapino Brothers with the Danny Tanaglia remix. Gonna bring the tempo and the mood way down now. I'm gonna go into some Primal Scream. This is on the second LP, uh, the flip side of their album, of their uh, legendary album, Screamadelica. Uh, first heard this album when uh, I was with a group of friends uh, before I could go clubbing. Must have been about 15, 16. Um, how can I put this? The the only radio-friendly way <laughs> I can put this is uh, we were just getting mashed, um, really mashed, and uh, someone just put this album on, and, you know, uh, it's... It, it, it really kind of uh, really resonated with me, really stuck with me. I feel incredibly nostalgic when I hear this album, particularly this this record. Um, it was a few years before I ended up being able to see them live. I can't remember where I first saw them live. I know I've I, I know I've definitely seen them uh, play at Glastonbury, the other stage. I mean, they 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 really got to be on your bucket list if you're into uh, you know that kind of Balearic you know dance sound. Um, you've 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 got to go see them if you get the opportunity. Um, so this is Primal Scream, and this record is called Damaged.
Scream on their seminal album Screamadelica. Gonna bring it back up after that one. Some of you may be kind of uh, looking at you, look, looking down on the floor after that one. But that's all right. You know, it, it can't all be, you know, hands in the air and smiles. This is a journey through uh, my kind of musical history and past. So I'm trying to be as honest as possible. Uh, next one is uh, called Soul Finger. Uh, by the Barkays, and this is a reissue on uh, Stax, lovely purple coloured record. Um, what can I say about Stax? It, uh, it, this reminds me of uh, looking through records with my friend uh, Josh Greenfield, who we who are. Uh, we all knew, uh, well, we, we still know as Greeners, and there used to be a record shop on Gloucester Road in Bristol, and they had this, uh, they had a couple of big filing cabinets, uh, but instead of files in there, they would have yeah, tons and tons and tons of seven-inch singles, and me and him would just spend hours and hours in there all day flicking through these, um, you know, old soul and funk singles that... I never when I was in there I never saw anyone flicking through them I don't know why maybe you know people are kind of looking for dance music in there and stuff they they seem more they they seemed almost disregarded um but um I found this on an absolutely battered uh, seven-inch single, and then uh, subsequently rebought it on a reissue that um, I found in a shop. So uh, this is Soul Finger by the Barkays. You'll know it by just the absolute frantic sax in it. <laughs> 
is uh, that's my sax. <laughs> that's my that's my saxophone impression. Uh, big up to my friend Ollie D who plays the sax. Uh, absolute G. I love you, brother. And uh, yeah, here it is. Let's get into it. Soul Finger. Didn't realize how short that track was. It comes in at two minutes eighteen. Uh, also, apologies <laughs> even with the uh, short track. Also, apologies for the skip. Um, I'm doing this live on the fly. Uh, I mean, uh, all week I've been digging out, uh, going right through my collection. Uh, look, at it. it's been a real nostalgic trip to kind of go through all my records, uh, looking for these B sides. But I do apologize for that skip. Um, I didn't know it was there. And you know that's what happens with vinyl. Some 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 of the, some of the things, some some of them get worn, played a lot, and they skip. You know that's how it is. Uh, moving into the next one, this one is called uh, the Street Scene by The Real Thing. Um, not too much to say on this record apart from it's one of the records I would use. Um, you can't always play peak time slot. You, uh, sometimes I, I get booked to play, uh, you know, non, you know, I'm mainly known as a house and techno or breakbeat DJ or garage uh, dance music uh, to, to put an umbrella over that as a whole. Um, but, um, you know, I've, like I've mentioned earlier in the podcast, I've got a real love for early 80s music, electronic music, um, and kind of early 90s rap, late 80s rap. And this this track kind of combines the two. So uh, this is uh, Street Scene uh, by The Real Thing. 
That was Street Scene by The Real Thing. Continuing on, kind of a, I guess, a, a hip hop tip. Uh, Going to go into an artist who um, I knew before I knew their music. So it's Action Bronson. Um, and I actually came across him by watching. Um, Vi- uh, he does a cookery program uh, on Vice or, or for Vice, uh, where he kind of just goes around, uh, goes all around the world, um, and eats amazing food and talks about it. He's also, I think, he used to be a chef before he was a uh, before he was a rapper. And um, this is on his uh, album Only for Dolphins. Um, this track contains uh, a great piano riff. Um, I absolutely love the piano. Uh, it was the first instrument I learned to play. I can't play it. <laughs> I can't play it too well anymore. But I still know a few chords and here and there that that help me out with my productions. Um, I believe this out or the majority of this album was produced by a producer called The Alchemist. Um, who is also featured on the progr- on the Vice program where they travel around uh, and eat great food. Uh, recently, I can see that Action Bronson, he's gone through a whole uh, transformation with uh, his health and diet. Um, he was um quite a quite a big dude and now he's kind of got back into weightlifting and and um all kinds of exercise and he must have lo- I don't know I don't know exactly how much how much weight he's lost but it must be you know five or six stone um uh easily um um so yeah this is uh, Axon Bronson uh, from his album Only for Dolphins and this is uh, track 5 on the B side called Hard Target Produced by The Alchemist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> uh. Hey, yo, the weed don't even hit me like it used to when I was youthful. Man, I don't even know how to pray, dog. This big, long shit is sprayed off. Uh. Ruin my life, betting my money on them great dogs If I die today, I'm still gonna live forever I might just pop up in this long leather jacket weather When the caddy drive a little slower When that haze hit my lung and my eyes get a little lower They had the camcorders going at the cookout If police approach, you can hear the whistles from the lookouts Shit, man I just put two fucking books out Best selling author, motherfucker, I'm good now Shit Mayhem in your mom kitchen like Ving Rhames Rocking big chains, looking like Rick James This ain't no kid's game Hear me? Uh. Yeah, I broke his jaw on West 4th Everybody screamed, world star Jumped through the window of my girl's car and swerved off About to cop this fourth floor love just off my thoughts I'm butt naked playing ball, bitch, hold that No watch, no chain It's a town of earth, gorgeous motherfucker with some fame Star traveler, a midnight babbler I narrowly escaped the Babylon 
in a baby blue Porsche wagon, Panama. Panama. I ordered fire roasted turbo from Britney with the mint leaves played it simply for my family. Brought all my people with me. Display my art up in the Whitney. This chick with me look like Whitney. And yes, she only sniffed the 50s. Shit getting risky. Mayhem in your mom's kitchen like Ving Rains. Rocking big chains. Looking like Rick James. This ain't no kids' game. This ain't no kids' game. This ain't no kids' game. Hear me? This ain't no kids' game. This ain't no kids' game. This ain't no kids' game. Thousand horses in the Shelby. Having lunch in the catacombs. Doggy dog, you smell me. Basic bitch, she got the bag with all them LVs. I like my bags filled up with money straight from Tel Aviv. Or diamonds, and there's nothing on consignment. I said it's all about the product and not the salesman. New York to Paris, three hours because of tailwind. I'm so wave, it's like I sailed in. I tell that tale of the great white whale that's on the trail for his paper. Buy a brand new outfit for a motherfucking hater. I'm high as a fuck at the Seder. I played ball pop, I never was a skater. I'm more like Big Van Vader doing a layup. Feel me? Uh. Mayhem in your mom's kitchen like Ving Rains. Rocking big chains. This ain't no kid's game. 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 Only for dolphins. Action Bronson on that last tune. Um, we're going to go into... I've got to squeeze one of my own records in here. Um, I release records under uh, my name, Galagos, which is actually my last name, Galagos. And I just launched my new record label, Room Service Recordings. And this is the B-side to uh, 001, uh, the first EP that I've put out. Um... This tune, um, it's kind of like a end of night tune, I suppose. It's quite atmospheric. Uh, one of the samples in it I found um, from uh, on Spotify, the kind of high-pitched, uh, tribal, chanting, kind of singing. Um, yep, that's where I got that one from. And the track title is called Bangarang. And you, some of you may be... Yeah, jumping up to know what that is and some of you may be scratching your chin thinking hmm where have I heard Bangarang before uh, but Bangarang of course is what Rufio shouts out in the film Hook in fact that's just reminded me uh, the, the strings um, the strings in this track are sampled from the original score also from uh, the film Hook um, I like to find um, giving away some trade secrets, but uh, I, I, uh, you can find amazingly recorded samples, uh, you know, pristine, pristine uh, like strings and, and and drums from the original motion, you know, picture scores of films. Um, I don't think I don't you know I don't think people enough people look through 
you know, their kind of favorite films uh, scores. Um, but you can do it. There's lots of samples to be found there. And of course, you know, going through these big studios like Universal and Warner Brothers, y- y- there's very little EQ or compression that you need to do on them. They just sound absolutely amazing out of the box. So this is from my first EP uh, on my new label, Room Service, and it's called Bangarang.
That was Bangarang from my first EP on my new label, Room Service. I feel that's a good place to leave this podcast. Um, that's kind of a bit of a end-of-nighter tune, uh, some some would say. But, um, yeah, that's where I'm going to leave it for this podcast. I would just like to thank uh, all the team and crew at B-Side Podcast for inviting me along to uh, put together this show for all the listeners today. Uh, it's been a real pleasure. Um, I sp- as I said before, I spent all week kind of flicking through the collection. Um, I've been collecting vinyl records for a long time. And um, it was a very cathartic, nostalgic process going through tunes that um, I may not necessarily be able to DJ out. Or just ones that I've kind of forgot about, you know. I went over to my parents. <laughs> I've got a couple. I've got a. I've got a couple of. Um, I've got a few boxes of records in my parents' garage. Went, um, went over there and had a dig. Um, I'd like to say that this show uh, certainly is a part one. Um, I could definitely go on for a couple more hours, but um, I think we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna leave it on a high note there with um, with Bangarang. So once again, thank you to everyone that's tuned in. Thank you to everyone that's listened back. Uh, thank you to all of the team at B Side uh, Podcast for inviting me on to do this. It's an absolutely fantastic podcast. And um, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whoever you are, big love to you. My name's Galagos, and I'm signing out. <laughs>